Well, good morning and welcome to Winners One Live. I'm Christopher Copley, president of Search 365. And I just wanted to share a brief message with you. As you all know, we just got back from the first half of our company event. I, I, it's hard to even just call it an event. It was just a family reunion. It was incredible. Um, at the, uh, in Cancun, at, at the Palladium Nehur Hotel. And uh, it was probably one of the most beautiful resorts we'd ever been to. And uh, as great as the resort was, as great as the food was, as safe as the environment was that they created for us, the best part was just spending some time with our people again after almost a year. And so we were so excited. We had such a great time. But there were some teachable moments I'd like to share with you guys really quickly. Um, not going to keep you long, but I just think it'll help because the reality is, guys, we are, you know, in the people business. You know, although travel is what we help people with, and we understand all the benefits of travel and and how that helps people, but also we're just we're in the people business. Our job and and what we get paid to do is prospect and recruit people into being self-employed entrepreneurs, into being in their own business, into having a business that truly is um, something you can do online, something you can do social distance, something that is good in good times, but also incredible in bad times. And we've got that opportunity that we can share with people if we're willing to just open our mouths and talk to people. But, you know, there's many different philosophies of how to do that. And I've always taught, you know, a two-step process. I've always taught that there's a difference between prospecting and recruiting. And I know there's a lot of leaders who think, you know, the way that I think or the, the process that I talk about is more old school and things are different now and people are different. Well, you know what I found? I found that most people are still the same. I found that the same thing that, uh, you know, motivated people 20 years ago motivate people today. You know, I, I found that the same thing that identified A-type personalities and winners are pretty much the same characteristics today as they were 20 years ago. And, uh, and so as much as things have changed, they very much have stayed the same. And so there was a teachable moment while we were in Cancun. And, uh, and, and, and as that moment presented itself, uh, I had four or five other teammates around me that uh, gave an opportunity to kind of share the two-step process. Well, first, what I want to do is share my screen and go into a little more detail, you know, about that process. So what I talk about when it comes to recruiting and being a great recruiter is understanding first that there's a difference between prospecting and recruiting. And I think so many people don't realize that. We say prospecting, we say recruiting, but they really just hear one thing, which is get somebody to join the business. And so, so many times people just run out there and start talking about the business until they can find someone that's interested. And if you do that, you will sometimes find someone who's interested. I mean, you've heard the saying, even a blind squirrel will find a nut every now and then. 
And so no matter what technique you use, sometimes it's going to work. You know, I started off in the insurance and investment industry, and my mentor used to say, you could just knock on doors and say, you wouldn't happen to be interested in any life insurance, would you? And eventually, a ton of doors are going to get slammed on you. But eventually, somebody would go, you know, I was just thinking about we need life insurance. And you'd make a sale. Now, it'd be the hardest way you could possibly do it, but it still could work if you go through enough numbers. And that's kind of what's happening with so many people, is that if you just charge forward into markets that you don't know people and try to recruit them directly into your business without building any rapport, without building any relationship, without getting to know the person, you're going to go through a lot more numbers than if you use the technique like what I'm talking about today. So let me define the two parts to this. Prospecting is the process of creating enough interest for someone to take a look at what you do, whether that's through a, a grand opening, which we do virtually most of the time now, or business presentation, which may be virtual or in-person. Um, again, we are in different times, and so social distancing is very important. Wearing a mask is very important. What you can do online is probably optimal. That's the best way to do it. But there's also there's no replacing the energy of being able to talk to someone. And so set up your meetings socially distanced, you know, separate the chairs six feet apart, require everybody to wear a mask. And you can still do a great, safe presentation. So however, you're introducing the business. Prospecting is the art of finding someone that you can introduce the business to. Now, let me preface this by saying, it only comes to this when you're out of your real market. I mean, your first and number one way of building a business should be through the warm market. Second way is through the warm market of others, meaning once you get someone in the business and you help them develop and flourish in their own warm market. But when you're out and about or when you're running into people or when you're you know, put in scenarios where you attract people to you, then you gotta think of this system. And this is what happened uh, that I'm gonna share in detail as I wrap up. See, recruiting is the process of closing someone on doing our business. So you see the difference prospecting is I'm just looking for people that I can potentially introduce the business to. Recruiting is when I've done the presentation, now I've explained to them what the business is all about. And now I'm asking for a decision. I'm asking them to get involved. I'm asking them to become an SBA and learn more and dig deeper. Prospecting is a mindset, it's a mentality. So you've got to really, you've got to convince yourself that it's what you get paid to do. So you get paid to share this business with people and you've got to make sure you never run out of people to share this business with. I truly believe so many of you business is stagnant right now because you've run out of people to share it with and you don't know how to get more people. 
you're either not comfortable, uh, not you know, outgoing, uh, you just don't know what to do. And so that's why I thought it'd be great to talk about this. Hey, look, it doesn't matter what you say because words are only 70% of communication. So the greatest thing to do is, hey, you're getting to know people when it comes to prospecting. When it comes to recruiting, memorize the presentation and then adjust to the personality of the person you're talking to. Prospecting must become a habit. See, if you're going to build a big business, you're going to bump into people all the time. And if you don't have a mindset of prospecting and if it's not a habit, you're going to miss some awesome people that should be in our business. And you're also not going to achieve your goals and dreams as fast as you like. So I want to talk to you a few minutes about what actually happened in Cancun. So a teachable moment happened in Cancun where these principles were put through the test. So, you know, so many of you don't think I prospect or recruit anymore, which is, isn't true. I do all the time because it's a mindset and it's a habit, you know? And although over the last 10 months, I haven't been out of my house much, um, I have been out, you know, maybe a half a dozen to a dozen times to pick up medication uh, or little runs like that, little drive-through runs, um, mostly to pick up medication. And, uh, but here's the thing, every time I've left my house, I've met and got a switch phone number with a new person, every time. Now, you can attribute that. Some people will say, well, Chris, that's because you drive a certain type of car that attracts people. But I have multiple cars. And even when I drive my pickup truck, which is the vehicle I drive the most, that's my everyday car is my F-350. I meet people and I exchange numbers because prospecting to me is a mindset. I really can't help it. Now, because of my schedule and my level, a lot of times I don't follow up, unfortunately, because I haven't had the time to personally mentor people, but that's gonna change and I'm going to start to really mentor people again uh, on an individual basis. And so I got all these numbers of people that I can call and do that with. But this is how it happens. You know, we had a day that we were at the pool and I was out with a couple of our leaders spending some time. Uh, one would be one of our directors, Kelly Jimrat, and the other would be one of our national builders, uh, Sarita Rose. And we were all sitting by the pool, about six of us total, and we were having a great time. We didn't go recruiting. As many of you know, I've always said, don't ever go recruiting. You prospect wherever you go. So go about your life, go about your day, run your errands, but always keep in mind your prospect is what you get paid to do. And so here we were by the pool and uh, we had some music playing 
and we were singing along, food and drinks. We were having a great time. And uh, and we always talk about, you know, attitude is contagious. So we were having such a good time, we began to attract people at the pool. The first group we attract was a group of about eight or nine ladies from Dallas. And they started moving over towards our way and they said, hey, you guys seem to have the party going on. You've got nice, you know, your music is better than the music they're piping through the speakers. And so we thought we'd come up with and have some fun with you guys. And so <coughs> we found ourselves with a whole new group of friends. And so we began to talk. Did we talk about business? Not initially. We just began the process. So I began to ask questions. How many of you came? That's when we found out it was eight or nine. Then we found out it was going to be one more, but she tested positive for COVID and wasn't able to come. What made you guys decide to come? Oh, it's our friend's 41st birthday. And so we're celebrating her birthday. This is a birthday trip. Oh, really? You guys travel often? And they said, not really. This became an opportunity for us. And being, you know, cramped up with children, we just figured this was our time to get out and go. And as we talked, they were more than willing to tell us so much about themselves. We asked them, what do they do? And we found out a spectrum of things that they were involved in. And then one of them said, what do we do? And we said, we're in the travel industry, nothing specific. And we're actually here for kind of a, you know, business retreat. And they said, really? And we said, yeah, it's a few of us on this side, but it's probably 150 of us all together. And immediately, one or two of them said, are you hiring? See, guys, we didn't seek them out. We attracted them. And then we didn't jump on them and throw up all about our business. We found out about them. And then when they said, are you hiring? We still didn't throw up all of them. We just laughed and kept on having a good time. And then they began to move away towards the bar. And that's when I thought, here's a teachable moment. And I said to the group that was with me, okay, what we just did is begin the process of prospecting. But at the end of the process of prospecting, you have to get contact information so you can follow up. Now, there's a team of eight or nine women in Dallas. You could start a whole new team in Dallas, but none of you switch contact information. And so I'm going to give you a few minutes to you either do it or I'm going to do it. And then our director taking the lead, Kelly kind of swam over to the 
area that they were in and continued to build rapport with them and exchange numbers. And throughout the trip, Kelly became one of the girls. And now she's built a rapport that she knows at least one or two are interested in the business and they know at least six or seven others who like to travel. That's prospecting. Now from there, she'll get the ones that are interested on a Zoom to explain the details of the business and recruit them. But she now has eight or nine new prospects in Dallas that she can start a business with. Well, again, attitude isn't contagious. So after people saw that happen, it's almost like everyone at the pool decided that they needed to do the same thing. So now we had another gentleman from across the pool, him and another person with him made their way over to where we were. And he said, you guys are having such a great time. I just thought I'd introduce myself. And then of course I began the same process. And I found out he's from a little town outside of Boston. He owns a restaurant that, he, that he's owned for over 40 years. He owns what's called a gastro pub, which is, I guess, one of those restaurants that specializes in all types of beer. He said he has over 80 different types of beer that he serves at his restaurant. He was there with 10 people celebrating his son's 21st birthday. The, the, the last child of two to be a full adult and uh, with a few more months left of college. And then him and his wife will be empty nesters and would really get to travel a whole lot more. He talked about how his business is struggling due to the pandemic and how he's doing all kinds of creative things including, you know, where they send all the food and everything to your home so that you could have a virtual dinner party. And they give you all the details on how to prepare it and everything. See, see how much information through just talking to people you can get from people? As we talked a little further and he he said, what do you do? And we said, we're in the travel industry. And he says, well, you know, I'm kind of a novice in the travel industry. You know, I'm the one who kind of sets up all of our vacations, which normally we take cruises. And we like to take cruises. But right now, cruising is shut down, so we did this. And I said, wow, funny you should say that. Because this young lady right here, which is Sarita, who was sitting to the left of me, it's kind of our specialist in showing people, you know, how to make money in travel. And he goes, well, you know, I don't make any money doing it. And I go, well, anything you can do for free, you should learn how to do and get paid. And as we talked further, and we talked about me coming to Boston and having lobsters, he said, I'm going to send you some lobsters. When I get home. <clears throat> See, just like that, made a friendship. He still doesn't know who I am. I didn't say I'm the president of a company. I didn't use any time. I never said anything about who and what I did. 
I quickly diverted him to Sarita. Sarita exchanged numbers with him. And then he proceeded to do something I, I, I don't think I've ever really seen, which is he one at a time brought each one of the people of his party over to meet us. So he brought his son, whose birthday it was, and he said happy birthday to him. He brought his wife. He brought some of the other people traveling with him. One was a longtime district attorney in Boston. All quality potential recruits. And so now, Sarita has the contact information that she has nine or 10 people that she can communicate with and start off for another team in Boston. We never left our little area of the pool. Nobody can say that we were out recruiting them or that we interrupted or harassed them. We never left our area of the pool. They floated over. So as he floated back away, now Sarita has Boston, Kelly has Dallas. Another guy said, came over and said, well, I thought I should introduce myself since it seems like everybody's introducing themselves. And he was there with his partner and, uh, and they were on vacation and they loved to travel. He was from Ohio. And so he began to introduce himself. We introduced ourselves. When he said they love to travel, once again, I made an intro directly to Sarita to exchange information. Sarita exchanged information with him because now he wants to make sure that if he's going to travel, he's doing it the best way as an insider. Again, no presentations, no bunch of details. Now she had another number. So she had Boston, she had Ohio, Kelly had eight or nine in Dallas. Guys, we're sitting in one location, having a good time. But we're prospected. We never stop prospecting. And so they got a chance to see real time, personally, me, prospect, and how I just communicate with people and get information and create many friendships. And see, now none of those people feel like strangers to us. They spent time, we exchanged information, we got to know things about each other. Uh, the guy's going to send me some lobsters, which I can't wait till they arrive. But guys, my point is, you want to build many relationships out there. You want to build rapport so that by the time you get to business, people somewhat like you, trust you, are willing to listen to you. It reduces the amount of, of friction when it's time to recruit. You just turned a coal market into a warm market. That's the art of prospecting and recruiting. For 2021, this isn't some far out theory from 30 years ago when I started in this industry. This is 2021. It still works. Proven. Witnesses. And so when I say to you guys that you need to have a two-step process, you need to prospect wherever you go. 
What does that mean? Say hi. Have conversations. As I said, when I do leave my house, I always meet people. People are still friendly. A mask doesn't make people unfriendly. People still try to talk with that thing on, including me. And we have conversations about things totally unrelated to business. But we end those conversations with, hey, here's my name and number. How can I reach you? But stay in touch. I have had some people say, what are you doing? I say, I'm traveling. They go, oh, I'd love to hear more about that. And I go, great. Here's my name and number. How can I reach you? I don't go, oh, let me tell you and start running my mouth. I go, I'm, I'm prospecting. The need for additional information is not now. See, because on the next call, I'm not a stranger. See, when I pick up the phone and I say, hey, John, this is Chris. Remember, we met at the CVS. He goes, hey, Chris, yeah, how's it going? See, I don't get greeted like, who's Chris? What are you trying to sell me? No, now I'm Chris. And that changes the whole time. You'll be amazed at how much that changes as you begin to talk further. And you say something like, you know, Chris, it's really great meeting you. You know, I, or John, as I was using an example, it's really great meeting you. But you're a really sharp person. Do you keep your ear to the ground for opportunity? Whatever you're going to say that transitions your conversation into now recruiting. But don't leave out the prospecting part. Don't leave out the building rapport, building relationships, getting to know people. People like people who are interested in them, not who are interested in themselves. So the more interest you show, the more questions you ask, the more data you get and remember the data. I'm telling you about people and what we learned about people. That's now six, seven days old. And I still remember who they were, who they had with them, why they were there, what they liked. That's the art of prospecting. Make sure you get out there and prospect and fill up your pipeline with people because we've got some awesome tools that are going to come out that are going to help you transition your prospects into recruits. But if you don't have any prospects, none of this is going to help you. So if right now you can't make a list of 50 people, you need to be prospecting so that you can create a list of 50 people. So that when these tools come out, when the teaser video comes out and the follow-up and the new presentation, when all these things come out, you've already got a list of people to share it with. That's the key, is you got to get ready to run. You got to get ready to go to the next level. And the way that you keep your pipeline full of people you can talk to is prosperous. Thank you for spending some time with me on Winners Win Live. I can't wait to see you guys next time.